When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's the After the Show podcast, precious show. We don't care. We're about to swear on the air. It's the After the Show. So tune in if you dare. KBJ, get your skate every single day. It's uncensored. We can say what we want to say. All right, here we go. Welcome to the KBJ After the Show podcast. Happy Tuesday. Today's National Pasta Day. It is also Forgiven X Day today. Two things. Forgiven mm. X. Mm. Yeah, I, I ain't got no hang-ups. Yeah. All is forgiven. All is well. Mm. You just let it go, right? Well, let's talk to our friend. Hold on to grudge Greta. <laughs> Greta, how are you? Yeah, how do you feel about forgiveness, Virginia? Uh, nope. And so it's, nope. It's a hard no. It's a hard no. <laughs> no. Not, not today, day. probably not tomorrow either, dick. <laughs> <laughs> Some people don't deserve forgiveness. Yeah, so you're just going to hold on to that? Yeah. I mean, I get it if somebody really fucked you over and did you wrong. Like, for example, you got a great story of how the, your girlfriend cheated on you with two yeah. guys at the same time. Right. Oh. The yeah. street chicken, as we call it. It was, yeah. And uh, everyone knew about it. You were, but you, every, yeah. But yeah. you, it's humiliating. Yeah. Everyone's laughing. The whole town's laughing at you. Yeah, that's that sucks. That that would be a done wrong situation. Do you, the Kevin Ralston, forgive her? I do. Yeah. In fact, uh, we still, you know, chat to this day. So, you know, still friends. I put it behind me and said, you know, it is what it is. And, yep. We've got uh, a nice, friendly relationship. I'm not. I'm not surprised. Now let's ask our friend over here, Grudge Greta. How do you feel about Rob Schneider? Oh, he can suck a dick, <laughs> <laughs> and he's about that height too. He's perfect for dick sucking level. Just so fits great, huh? She wants. Yeah, it's Exhibit A, Your Honor. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, at least now you know. So. Not that he's an ex, but I just was showing the court that she just has a track record of not forgiving anybody. <laughs> Good case in point there, huh? Uh, we probably have to start again today because during the entire show, people were, why has Virginia got glasses on? People just couldn't believe it. So uh, day oh. two, you have to explain yourself, Virginia. We, we did it during the regular show, but I just couldn't. Every time I saw that question, uh, we would have uh, mentioned it. 85 times during the regular show I, I today. keep telling everybody go because she's a fucking diva. She thinks she's better than everybody. <laughs> Can't look her in the eyes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I use this Grande Lash Serum, and I had a... Ariana Grande? Nope, nope. Tacos Bell Grande? Nope. Just Grande Lash. 
MD. Don't be tricked by the MD. It's uh, one of the worst ones. I've done some research on it since I poisoned myself. And there's like a sliding scale of like chemicals. And Grande Lash is one of the worst ones you can use. Not only did I use the Grande Lash serum, I used the Grande Lash mascara. So I kind of double poisoned myself. Okay, so you don't have to show the camera, but let me see how they're doing today. I keep, I'm been your official checker. They're wanna, not good. Well, let me see if they've gotten better. Everyone wants to, everyone wants to know. Hold on, hold on. It, they've gotten better. All right, that's hold good. Hold on, hold on. Let me, uh, they've gotten better. They're still they hurt. puffy. Yeah, they're, 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 I can tell they're tender. They hurt. You need to put an ice packet on your eyeballs. I did that all day yesterday. And you need to eat some hot soup and take some baths. Just because it feels good. It makes everything else feel better. I had a lot of ice cream yesterday, and I just kept putting the ice cream on my face and then eating it and putting it on my face and then eating it. Oh, swollen eyes and farty butthole. <laughs> oh, guy. yeah. Mm, hot. <laughs> Have you ever had a bad reaction to something, Bird? I know. I think you said beer dye was something. Just for, for men. Yeah. Fucked my world up. Turns out you're not mm. a man. No, <laughs> just for pussies. It is not. It, everything was just by my whole face. Mm. Every time I'd use it, and it never used to do that. I feel like they changed something in their chemicals. But whatever the case was, it started not jiving with my my body. And mm. we changed too. You know, stuff that I was never allergic to before. Now I'm allergic to. It's weird. Well, I looked into it. So many people have what I have. Uh, Tons and tons of cases of people going, just for men die, made my face break out. I had a rash all over for about two and a half, like a chemical burn. I think it was a burn, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's real. It was awful. So I'm all gray, baby. I'm very fortunate. I really haven't had uh, a lot of issues. For me, I've got uh, sensitive skin when it comes to shaving, so I have to get the uh, right kind of shaving cream. But, you know, once I figured that out, not a problem. My my worst experience with a reaction to something was a friend of mine one time put uh, this thing called Nair <laughs> on my chest, and they smeared it all over my nipple. I said I was sorry. And my nipple started to crack and burn, and there was too much Nair was left on way too long. And I swear to God, it started to scab up. I was going to lose it. I was going to lose a nipple. And yeah. I'm like, how am I going to look in this world without a freaking nipple? Because it was knew? so tore up. Who knew your nips were so tender? I knew. Since like day, like week two, I knew you had sensitive nipples. I mean, honestly, <laughs> the, the shit Virginia has done to me through the course <laughs> of that in the spray tan thing one time, we're going to a convention and she made me. I mean, it was like I was mocking. You saw that very insensitive <laughs> 80s movie, Soul Man, where he went in and took somebody's scholarship, pretending yes. to be African-American. Yes. I look like I went to this radio convention in blackface. And oh, it was my gosh. It was more orange. Virginia, it was so dark. That was when I first got into spray tanning, and I was still working out my formulas. It looked like, I. it's a wonder, if I did that today, I would get stabbed in a back alley. You know what we should do? We both should come up with our own top five Virginia <laughs> fucked our world up lists. Yeah. And let's compare them tomorrow and see who's My, my worst experiences, I think, have always been at the hands of Virginia. <laughs> I mean, I'm thinking about my, yeah. I have a solid top ten. I'd have to whittle it down to my five. Let's go, let's go tell it to I'm not even counting the time she did the mock execution on me. Oh, that's that, that to me, that's number one. That yeah. should be your number one. Right. I've got some. Yeah. 
I'm trying to toughen you up over there. My she's throwing, you know what she did? She threw a knife at my head, and the only reason why it didn't hit me was because it hit the, the metal part of the. It blocked it. Yeah. It would have hit me. She's one day going to take one of us out. I thought you had that six point blocking system. You can't block a knife. She threw a lug nut, hit my, hit my head. That was when she started smoking in the studio. She lost her fucking mind. We did a bit, yeah. and I think I beat her in the bit. This is back a while. This is yeah. a while ago. And. We started bickering, and she, man, she did not fucking handle it well. <laughs> She's also going through some other shit. She lit up a cigarette in oh, the I remember studio. I was like, oh, I don't know if you can smoke it here, Virginia. <laughs> and then she left. Go fuck yourself. She threw yeah, a lot at me. But I want to say, but you sitting there just, she was just like, it was nothing. Just, and you could hear, like, exhaling into the microphone. I'm like, <laughs> it was, I believe it was. Yeah. Threw right. a lot nut at my head, started st- smoking the cigarette, and then left the studio for an hour and yeah. came back. Yeah, we didn't know where she was. We it had to put her on APB, and somebody's like, I think I just saw Virginia angry driving across the railroad tracks. <laughs> like, on the railroad tracks or across the railroad tracks? Dog. It was weird. Yeah. <laughs> it was weird. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Mental illness is uh, passed down from generation to generation. Wow. I know. My mom was crazy. I'm crazy too. Oh, we are going to, we're not going to get better. Me and no. no. My mom's definitely gotten worse. Kevin, Kevin is so fucked. Now, at least we know how we're going to die. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't know exactly how, but we know at the hands of whom. Yes. Yeah. Actually, I got a line of people who might take me outside. So My last words would be like, I'm sorry, Kev. Yeah, you need to look at home. Yeah, I know. You've yeah, got a who knows? big insurance policy. I'm sure Panda one day will just push me off a cliff. We all legit yeah. have at least one person that technically could want to kill us. It wouldn't. It wouldn't yeah. shock me. Mm-hmm. I know. I got somebody. I, you're, y'all got money on your head. We do. I mean, nothing could happen to either one of you. Your your mates would be number one suspect immediately. Oh, no doubt. That's what. Yeah. Would, imagine losing your loved one like that. Your wife or husband, you didn't do it, and then the cops are interrogating you like you did, which happens a lot. Sure. You better not have antifreeze under the cabinet in the kitchen. Just, I mean, you're you're trying to mourn this horrific thing that's happened to you, and then they're saying you've done it. Yeah, I mean, it'd be tough. Talk about a bad day. It'd be tough. Mm-hmm. We're there. And there's some there's some dudes that they don't get cleared until 20 years later. They, there's not enough evidence to, to bring the case, you know, to finish it. So there's suspicion around the husband or the boyfriend, and then they'll find out that it was some, some random guy that killed this woman 20 years ago. And he and had nothing to do with it. The husband had nothing. But for 20 years, everyone looked at him like, Kev- Kevin sure. Lawson killed, killed his wife. He killed her. And do you mm. have a policy on her, or she just has one on you? It's just uh, her on me. Oh, that's so sus. See, yeah, yeah, that's sussy. I got one on Panda, too. So you both have it. So we both have it. <laughs> it's only on you? Yeah, I asked her. I'm like, well, why don't we get one on you? She's like, you'll be fine. She said, you make enough money. You'll be okay. You'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> I like, what? You took that deal, huh? I was like, all right. So let me ask you this. Has a lot of food been tasting weird over a period of time? Forever, yeah. You get that slow, whoa, what is that thing they do when they slowly are killing you? Arsenic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I do not let her prepare my food or drink, so. You I do get, not? No, I, I take care of that myself. So that's all good. So I, I, I got an eye on it. 
And I try to always like eat, you know, drink stuff out of the same bottles, kind of like things. So I'm like, okay, well, if she's poisoning me, she's poisoning herself. I think you're kidding, but I, I really do wonder how many people who are married, yeah. they truly think their mate's trying to kill them. I bet you there's at least one person in our chat room that's well, going through that. That yep. is my question because there was that the one had happened not long ago. Remember the girl that what was she put fentanyl in his stuff? And yeah, his wife killed the husband, and that was my question. Because weren't they getting a new house together and then he shut it down or yes. something like that? And she she wanted out? a big, huge house. Right. He didn't want to get it. He said no. And she was like, all right, then watch this. I'm going to put a yeah. little fence Isn't in there. Isn't the one so, that wrote the book, too, about how to yeah. be uh, yeah. about the dad right. dying? We're so sad that he's dead. How to I grieve with your kids. Yeah. Yeah. That bitch is a cold-hearted snake. Yeah, so I, I wonder, did he have any idea? He yes, he did. He, did. he, he told people. Okay. He's like, I think she's trying to kill me. Yeah. And she did it before. This is her second time doing wow. it. Who's the That's one? That's crazy. The one that DiPolito? Yeah, Dahlia DiPolito. I, I guess I'd never seen the full interrogation of her. What a cold-hearted snake. She, they have it all on video of her trying to yeah. kill her husband. And she still has the nards to call him on the phone or... Uh, see him in the hallway and say, let me explain it to you. You don't understand. Trying to act like she had nothing to do with it or she was kidding. Whatever. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. That's how insane you are. You're trying to kill your husband and then you try to gaslight him. And then you think you can talk your way out of it. Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. That's what she thought. I love see. I love it when they interrogate somebody. They, they the person thinking they beat everybody. There's no way they can get away. There's no way they're gonna catch them. And you see the person fall apart in real time, going because oh, they shoot, caught him. They caught me. That feeling when that moment when you realize you're done. Yep. And she probably was able to talk her way out of a lot of things, and that's she why was. she thought that she was cute. Yeah. I think it really does happen, especially for people who are super, super attractive, who get away. I mean, it, it is. You, you yeah. get away with a lot of shit. It's probably and how some celebrities are. You see celebrities do callous crimes. You're just like, what are you thinking? And it's probably because they felt to a certain point they were treated a certain way for so long that they thought, okay, I just am on a different plane and these rules don't apply to me. I watch a ton of DUI videos and it's crazy. The hottest women that get pulled over mm -hmm. are the most just unbearable. Uh, just they, 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 you can tell that they have not heard no a lot in their life. Because yeah. they, they don't even understand basic law of, <laughs> yeah, I had seven shots of tequila. I'm just, my house is right down the street. Well, where do you live? Like 20 miles away. And they think they can get away with <laughs> yeah. it because they've never heard no before. You ever seen the Reese Witherspoon DUI video? Yes, it's amazing. Oh, that one's crazy. Yeah. You're going to be real famous tomorrow, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, she, she went off. She's been quiet since then. But. She's been really sweet since then. Yeah. She had a bad night, though. It was a bad night, and it was all caught on camera. Everything's just knowing you go outside, it's all on camera now. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Absolutely. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I saw uh, my daughter and her friend Cheyenne last night. They had uh, come by the house. They went to the Keys for Cheyenne's birthday over the weekend. And then they rushed home on Sunday to get to brunch on the Ave in time. Thank God they made it. <laughs> we were all worried. Luckily, they made it in time. Did you go to brunch with them? No, no. We if if we do see them, it's pretty early on, because they they go to a different level, and and they stay out later. They will be out till what was it? We talked to her uh, yesterday, and she, she said they were out till two or something like that. They started at brunch. Dang. Yeah, remember when I called her yesterday? I had no idea, and she picked up two a.m. <laughs> Do, do you have in your Rolodex mentally the longest stretch of not sleeping and partying in, in, in the history of you of, of, of a Ralston? I don't remember. It probably a lot of times the hardest we would ever go was the radio morning show boot camp conventions that they had. I would just know that we were we would go and you would, you know, you never knew. Okay, they got a little crazy and unhinged and you go back and crash for a couple hours and you would get up and start drinking again. You would crash, though. You'd get a little bit of sleep. Yeah, a little bit. And then by the third day, you were moving so slow. And that was, you know, me in my mid to late 20s. And I was wondering, you know, when is it that you start, you know, feeling different? Because um, Caitlin and Cheyenne, she told me, she's like, yeah, she's like, all of her friends hate us. She said, we woke up um, on Sunday. And I think it was just Caitlin and Cheyenne went to brunch because they got a text from their friends they went to the Keys with. I guess Cheyenne got him kicked out of Rick's bar. They're on Duval. I mean, but is anybody surprised, including Rick? No, and they just said, you My know, group got kicked out of Rick's. Fuck Rick. I they're like, Rick's too. You guys, fuck just, him. You guys, your party level is you're 25 years old, and we don't know when you're going to grow up, but we're past it. Oh, no. And we have realized that we are no longer blackout drunks, and it just is something where we just can't be with you because you two don't know how to behave and you're embarrassing. Well, if you've got, if you've got a crew that, cause there is a difference between getting turnt and then getting blacked out. And if you're getting kicked out of places and mm-hmm. we've seen some of the videos of Cheyenne, if she brings that energy all the time yeah, and right. people are getting kicked out, not everyone wants to get turnt like that. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. it's not, that's, it's almost very frat party ish. Not everyone's down with right. that. Not everyone's awesome. Yeah, but I re- I remember those conversations starting to happen in my mid twenties, and I I kind of had that separation too, where you'd have people that they were now more into. I want to just get married, and it's time to have kids. And you know, they're like, I don't want to. I'm not. I'm not rushing a frat anymore. I remember I had a girlfriend at that time that she and she used that exact line. She's like, I'm not trying to rush a fraternity. She's like, I don't know why you go like that. She's like, you know, you're out of college, right? Yeah, I just think that energy needs to be with other energy like that. Yeah. If you've got people that want to drink and chill at a bar and kind of hang out and not go balls to the wall, they don't want want that kind of, woo, we're going to tackle some motherfucking bushes. Yeah. (laughs) You're right, you do. And that's where you think about the, the groups you've been through. 
in in life. And and you do. I mean, I've phased in and out of so many groups. I mean, part of it was because I moved around a good part of my 20s until I got here. Um, but, you know, I think that's just kind of natural where you just say, OK, we've got like I used to have the uh, softball people that we hung out with and they were our best friends for 10 years. You know, but now, you know, we're not in softball anymore and they kind of do their thing and we do something different. And I just said to Kayla, I'm like, that's probably realistically going to happen. It, I mean, it does. You, you grow apart from a lot of people. I think what, what, what is the key to keeping the friendships is realizing that you guys have history together and that you love each other. But people do grow yeah. in different areas. And there's times where you can pick and choose where you guys can hang out, where it is great for everybody. Because I'm yeah. sure there, there, there's a common bond there. But I get it. The older you get, you don't want – there's some people that just can't – they can't keep up with that kind of energy. They can't be up till two o'clock and right. going balls to the wall. But they they know that they can't. Because I have friends like that that I know I can't hang out with in certain situations because their energy and my energy are not going to match. But I do know that we go to lunch together. Yeah, or we can hang out on a Sunday. And you can chill. find your place totally if the relationship's worth it. Yeah, and there was one girl that uh, had gone. And she said, yeah, the whole last day she was just sitting there. She didn't have one drink the entire day and just sat in the bars and scowled at us the whole day. And I was like, well, why would you go to Key West? Like, what do you what do you think you're going to be doing? I thought that was kind of odd. And so, you know, she had said she's like, I want to do things like have book clubs and, you know, all that. She's like, you guys just want to. Why does alcohol have to be involved with everything? And yeah, this is about the age where it starts to happen. Two people start to break off. And that's what I said. I said, this is completely natural. You know, she's just, you know, and, and Kaylin thought she was kidding when she said book club. So she laughed in her face and she's like, no, I'm serious. And so Kaylin's like, I don't read. Uh, so, <laughs> you know, so I was like, it's just, that's just kind of the way it goes. Right. You know? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So I'm like, there's nothing wrong with that. They, they just, they're, they're gravitating into something else in their life and you haven't gotten rid of the wild hair yet. Yeah, there's just certain things I know I can't do with certain people. And I think once you start to know that, it doesn't have to be burned down the house and never talk to that person again. Mm-hmm. But you just know that you can't go on a keys trip with that person. Right, exactly. And so you're, you're different. You're going to be set different. So, you know, it's kind of different from my daughter now because, you know, with her job, she the last time she went, she had to go three weeks where she works nonstop. You know, so you don't have any, there's no weekends, there's no nothing like that. You're on the clock for, you know, 21 days straight. And then on the other end, there's people in your life that you, you, you get apart from, but there's no reason why you did. Just life happened. And there sure. were great people and you had great relationships with them. Either mm-hmm. they moved or they got married and yeah. just life changed. Right. There's, there's a lot of that. There's a lot of baseball guys that were really great people that I were, was friends with. That I don't even speak to anymore. Yeah. And then when you hang out again, you're like, oh my gosh, it's like no time passed. You're like, How, why do we not do this more often? To me, that's a version of, of soulmates. I feel like there's just some people that just get each other. Well, it could be three days or it could be three years. Mm-hmm. Some people just align with one another. Yeah. Yeah. I do have people like that, that I haven't seen him in forever. And, you know, whatever we do, we pick up and it's good times. Those are the best. Yeah. Agreed. They are and nobody's really cool. mad at anybody no. because, oh, you didn't call me. It's been two years and I haven't heard from you. Like, sorry, dude. Well, when friends understand other friends' little quirks yeah. and don't, don't take everything personal, I think, I think those are the relationships that kind of stick around for a while. Yeah. I totally agree. I got an email here from Curtis. He said, all right, someone has to ask, what is going on with Virginia's daughter, Magnolia, and Tyler Cameron? Mag's 18 and Virginia (laughs) is saying on the mic that she wouldn't mind if Tyler Cameron, age 30, and Mag's dated. (laughs) Additionally, Tyler and Mag's are 
pretty close on some Instagram and Facebook pics. No judgment, just unreasonably invested in KBJ dating life. Damn, it would be incredible for KBJ marketing if they did date. We have our own Travis Kelsey slash Taylor Swift explosion. (laughs) I don't know. I think he thinks he's too old for her. So I don't think it's ever going to be something to worry about. Of course, she looks at him with these puppy dog eyes, like all the girls her age that just fell in love with watching him on The Bachelorette. But, you know, I mean, he he looks at them like what it is. You know, they're young girls, a little bit too young for him. Well, what pictures are on? I don't don't know if I want to ask these questions, but. What pictures are on there? Well, he was at the Stars Ball, and so he took a picture with Mags at the Stars Ball, so that's probably what he's talking about. Okay, probably. But it's all innocent and sweet. Okay. Uh, Sid is in the KBJ TV chat. <laughs> I know what you're saying. Is, I don't that, know. is that the story you're going with? Well, Mags would love to date Tyler Cameron, and I think he is actually such a good, sweet, honest guy. And such a genuine guy who just wants to do the right thing and is so respectful to women. I would have no problem with a man like that dating Magnolia. She's 18. She can do whatever the fuck she wants. (laughs) (laughs) So I would have no problem. She could do so much worse than Tyler Cameron. That, That kid's a really sweetheart. Sid wanted to know, was there ever an update on the punishment from Do It Bitch today from uh, Jaybird or Denny's? And the punishment was we got to get into the contact list and send a random contact the uh, peach emoji along with uh, what is that thing called? The uh, the. Uh, the eggplant. 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 The eggplant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Peach emoji. Yeah. It looks like a penis. What's well, supposed yeah. to mean? It's supposed to be the peach is the ass, the, you know. The eggplants, the penis. I, I don't think I have to yeah. explain it. I think Kevin said the devil, too, and yeah, some eyes. Yeah, put the devil in there in the eyes. Yeah, I put those four emojis in and <laughs> sent it to a random contact for Jaber, and he looked uh, genuinely concerned. Was there anything that uh, came back? Any blowback on that? I've gotten no text message back. Okay. Um, which... I don't know what that means, but this this is one of those things that so I really I have to mm. talk to somebody first okay. before I can even say anything oh, on the wow. microphone. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So and the person <laughs> that one the, the it's so many details of this. Yeah. The the person that I need to tell is out of the time zone right now, so oh, they don't even yeah. know what's going on. Mm. The person that you texted, uh, I'm already saying too much. I got I got to okay. I got to figure out some shit. All right. Is it, <laughs> is it possible maybe the person that got the text heard there was just a bit and they're like, okay, they just deleted and it's just I over. I have no fucking quiet. idea. I no mean, no yeah. idea. That would be awesome. I don't think so. That's not going to happen. <laughs> so the only update is that there is no update, but. Okay. I ha- I'm gonna ha- I am going to have to get involved. My day is going to involve this at some point. I'm going to have to let this person know this happened today. Mm-hmm. And uh, on Denny's phone, what happened with that? I sent the eggplant and the peach and the devil face to uh, Ryan Beckett. Okay. Because he's adorable. Uh, I I think we missed the mark on that one, but that's (laughs) just Sorry. Well, I mean, it's Ryan Beckett. I wanted to mess with Denny's mom, and you told me no, so I didn't. I did not say that. Denny said, we're good. You could send it to his mom? I don't want to because you. Said I think don't. that's a stupid one too. I think there's could have been better. 
I, I just didn't know anybody else in his phone. I didn't recognize any of the names. Yeah, I I did not. Uh, in fact, it wasn't until I sent it, I handed it to Bird and I was Well, my explained. life's fucking ruined and then Jenny's yeah. got Beckett. Oh, no, that's Beckett. Right. <laughs> Beckett was confused at first. We do a podcast with each other, so it's like... Punishment for one. Not that I want Denny's to get punished, but I'm in some yeah. serious shit with my text message. Right. I ain't fucking around with this. I think right. it worked out perfect. Yeah, I know. It's great. And then Denny's. He was confused at first, but you know. And he's like, oh, it's cute. That's great. All right. Thanks, Denny's. I'll see you later. Oh, I know you guys yeah. do a morning show. I do a podcast with you. Oh, you guys are doing something goofy. Oh, I'm so surprised. Yeah. I got dumped in with real shit over here. Right. <laughs> I know. I laughed I when I saw yours. Yeah. Bird, don't get mad. Don't get mad. <laughs> yeah, the the the, the Jaybirds might have been really stepping into it. So whenever there's yeah, whenever there's time, yeah, when I got it explained to me, I was like, oh damn, that's that's terrible. It's, it's to the point where it's so layer. I I don't even know how to explain. No, it to you the can't good explain people. it. You can only just say that uh, you know maybe one day we'll be able to get through it. But there's a lot of there's a lot. It was it was really. I mean, all the context in there. Like, what are the odds? Becca. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's really, yeah, when you explain what was going on in the drama with it, it's pretty it's pretty terrible. Oh, Denny's, how's that punishment going? I, oh, boy. Yeah. The ripple effect of the Beckett text. Birds Beck. could be really bad to the point we really can't say anything right now. Here, it's suck gotta, on this lemon. It's got to be smoothed over. <laughs> Beckett found it very amusing. Oh, that's yeah. good. Yes. <laughs> I mean, what the shit? Tell Beckett I said hi. All right, I'm texting. He's oh, so cute. Fucking believable. <laughs> Right. Well, just let it go, Bert. Just let it go. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, I just... Yeah. Daddy's just... Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, uh, well. So, yeah. Uh, maybe one of these days we'll get to explain. Uh, yeah, I gotta ask. I'm sorry. I know it's annoying, guys. I apologize. Yeah. Uh, let me see. Follow up to the three Florida foods that we've got here. And Rebecca had said, uh, yeah, with the stone crabs and Florida lobster, two things. If somebody were coming down to Florida, and you said, hey, you got to make sure you try this. Her husband's a commercial fisherman in the Keys, and he's always bringing back fresh stone crab and lobster every week. And you can order off their website, A-C-C-S-E-A, foodllc.com. A-C-S-E-A, foodllc.com. Okay, thank you for that. Also, uh, Katie said, yeah, talking about uh, a couple other things. Yeah, she likes the grouper, basically all fish, fountain of youth, water. She said, uh, I lived inland outside of Greensboro, North Carolina, and there is no good seafood. The supermarkets in North Carolina are Harris Teeter. So, yeah, I do know that. I I remember I kind of came up with a rule because I went to the Smoky Mountains one time for my family reunion, and they had a restaurant called the Tally Ho, and they had an all-you-could-eat seafood buffet, and I got terrible food poisoning. Oh. The entire time I was there, I did nothing but throw up and shit my brains out. Oh. And my family then was like, oh, where's Kevin being so snobby? Like, <laughs> it was terrible. And I drove from New York City for that to get food poisoning. And so I have a rule that if it's more than one state inland from a body of major water like an ocean where the – I'm not going to eat it. I can you, do seafood. You don't like diarrhea, aquatic dishes? It's terrible. I mean, if you've legit had food poisoning, that's why you'll get that. You ever have somebody like, oh, I got food poisoning, and then they can't they can't make something, but then you see they're out like five hours later. We call them like, <laughs> we call you did in- not have food poisoning. That's called an intern. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, that ain't food poisoning. 
Yeah, that's, no. no. True food poisoning, it's like a 48-hour ordeal, and you just want to die. You cannot call in on a Monday with food poisoning. Because <laughs> everybody knows you're just hungover. You're raging. Even if you yeah. legit have food poisoning, everyone thinks you're raging at Peanut Island. Oh, we see you, brunch. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I ain't buying that. And uh, food-wise, Laura sent this in. I hear Bird and V talking about Shoney's all the time, and although I'm too young to remember, I found this kid's menu from 1989. I thought I might bring out some memories for the Bird. No it's way. A kid's menu from Shoney's back in the day. It, it does, actually. That's so that cool. Memory. Oh, man, yeah. a Shoney's burger. The reason why Shoney's burger was a big deal, I was. it was that age where you're kind of you're, you're, you're becoming – you're not a, you're not a teenager yet, but you're not a little kid like nine, ten ish. You're starting to get your own own vibe going. I remember getting the Shoney's burger. It was a double patty. Whoa! Yeah, I it remember was the those, own yeah. version of the yeah. Big Mac. It was yeah. And I remember being a big boy getting two of those. Going, what? I'll take two Shoney's burger. Whoa! Wow. Okay. They were so juicy, weren't they? Kevin, so juicy, so juicy, so greasy, so terrible for yeah. you. <laughs> uh, yeah. Such great memories. Shoney's had that strawberry pie. Remember the Shoney's strawberry pie? Oh. No, because a fat kid's not going to eat strawberries. <laughs> I remember the big double brownie with the hot fudge and ice cream they had. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what I remember. If you had to go back as Fat Kevin, would were you a Shoney's lover more or a Sizzler? Shoney's because of the double chocolate pie. Okay. But a Fat Kevin would definitely respect a Sizzler. The Sizzler, I would attack the pudding buffet. <laughs> oh, yeah. They had a pudding bar. They and had puddings and jello for kids, days. Fat kids love pudding. Because there's so much of it. There's so much. You can put so much pudding out there. So much. There usually be a couple different flavors, too. Well, they had the little uh, bowl you were supposed to put the pudding in, but I, I got the soup bowl. <laughs> 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 Filled that whole thing with pudding. Go and, big uh, or go home. I did. I took it all down, and I got bigger every time I went. <laughs> I've done a lot of research into a fat Kevin. I mean, yeah. obviously, I'm, I'm still working on the musical. I've been oh, working okay, on for yeah. five years now. Fat Kevin the musical. <laughs> yes. It'd be something. <laughs> and I mean, we, the music's already done. Bohemian Fatsity, it's on our uh, YouTube <laughs> page. But there is, on a lot of the pictures, I do see some sadness. I see a little, I want to hug them. I, I feel like you're, you're trapped well, a little it bit. Was, it was a little bit because I, I didn't fully understand because, yeah, I was always teased. I remember, I remember like the first time that it really started to kind of uh, cut through was I remember Dan Starner's mom was like, well, you're a little husky, aren't you? And, husky. and I didn't know what that meant. I remember asking my mom, like, what does husky mean? She's like, well, you know, you're a little bit bigger boned and, you know. Lovable. Yeah. And, and I just remember, like, all the other kids had jeans that would snap and mine had to button because it had to hold back my girth. Oh. And so I just started to realize things like that. So it started to dawn on me that. Age at 10, 11, 12 ish? Yeah, probably. And then it, it started to, yeah. And then I hit my peak probably about 13, was I think prime fat kid. And then all of a sudden I went to skinny camp by 14. Because I think you have crushes all through as being a little kid, but I think they really start to kind of hit you hard and bad when you hit them double digit. 10, 11, you start to really. Right. Zone in on things, and you start to notice things. Oh, that's repelling. Let me not do that again. It was a girl that killed Fat Kevin. Damn. It always is. It, it was Sean Halley at uh, Beulah Beach Bible Camp, and he said, let me introduce you to my brother. And these two girls were really cute, and he was trying to pick them up and hook us both up. And she's like going, he can't be your brother. He's too fat. Oh. And I was like. That fucking 
bitch. Oh my gosh. And that was that replayed in my head on a loop nonstop that the rest of that summer. And I dropped all my, and and that was it. Uh, Fat Kevin just, he died in that moment. That was it. If you want to look at the scene of the crime, you could, you could tape out a very large fat boy on that beach. On that day, because that's where he died. It's he so, fell right there, and he was dead. It's so weird because anytime anyone's ever been the meanest about weight to me, it's yeah. I always lose. I always get in the best shape after. <laughs> yeah, right. I it mean, th- that happened to me. Me and my buddy was up there. JR, you guys know my buddy JR. Yeah. And uh, we went to Gainesville. But we went up there. I, I said my name was Talk, and he said his name was Moo. So everyone knew it says Moo and Talk. Yeah. And we went up to this one house to see when this party was, and these hot girls answered that knew, knew our friends. So we're leaving, and they, they called my friends. Go, hey, your, your friends Moo and Talk just stopped over to see what time the party is? Uh-huh. Yeah, they're, they're two chubby guys. They <laughs> kind of have, like, the one guy had, like, a fat face. And I'm like, oh, damn. Oh, the one guy had a fat chubby it took, it took, like, the whole, I don't know, like, the, the energy that gusto out of my step before the big party. <laughs> <laughs> Too chubby. Guy. And then I'm like, fuck this, I'm losing some weight. Well, then, you yeah. named yourself Moo. No, he was Moo, I was Talk. Well, yeah. Moo was, was a chubby guy. Uh, yeah, I we mean, were, your we name's were, Moo. We were, we were a little, we both have got up and down in our weights, in our career. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. No, when you do that, when you're described as the fat guy. Well, especially when it comes to, you know, whoever you're attracted to, if yeah. they go, oh, Kevin's looking like a fat fuck. This like, girl oh. was so cute at the time. So oh. cute, yeah. She was adorable. The yeah. girls that called us chubby, yeah. they were smoking hot, and they were they were like involved in the party. They were yeah. setting it up. Uh-huh. They, they were streamlined into it. Yeah, that's what you need, man. <laughs> that pizza was good that night. <laughs> he fucked drowned his sorrows. Fucked up that Gainesville pizza. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see if Virginia's uh, in her glasses again tomorrow. Ugh, I hope not. So we're gonna explain it all over again. Day three. You're gonna be in your glasses tomorrow. I, I told you it's gonna take a week. I know it just hurts so bad. I'm tired of it because they just keep watering. Have you taken Benadryl by any chance? No, but I think I might do that today. Take a Benadryl, put a warm rag on your forehead, and eat some hot soup. Okay, pumpkin. Thank you. All right. Y'all have a great Tuesday. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Goodbye.